Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Today, the Illinois Gaming Board announced the resumption of casino and video gaming starting Wednesday, July 1st, here in the state of Illinois. This is the Joe O Show. Tonight's early odds guest, Mitch Armantrout, at Mitch Trout on Twitter, covers gaming for the Chicago Sun-Times. Joining me on the Alpamonte Ford hotline, shop over 500 new and used vehicles at Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. Well, Mitch, it's Thursday, so we should have expected something to happen because there's always news on Thursday. That sure seems to be the way these last few weeks, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, were, were you waiting on this? Were you expecting it to happen soon? You know, honestly, this came, it happened a little bit sooner than I had anticipated. Um, you know, talking to casino operators, they had been hopeful that they'd be able to uh, get going by tomorrow, the 26th. But, um, you know, obviously with the other things reopening uh, tomorrow, so museums and zoos and things like that, um, they, they did happen from this time around, but um, I think they're happy just to be getting going anyway. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a little surprised by it because, uh, frankly, when uh, Pritzker issued the executive order, just looking at the sports betting side, I, I was thinking, okay, these casinos aren't opening for a while. He doesn't expect uh, people... To, to have the ability to enter these sports books for quite some time. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, when you think of casinos too, I mean, these aren't, you know, these are machines that a lot of people are touching um, hundreds of thousands of times a day. Um, you know, it's obviously talking to um, just folks from the casino gaming association. It's going to be around the clock cleaning. It's going to be a lot of hand sanitizing stations. It's um, you know, it's, it's going to be a different looking casino experience for folks who, who do like to play the slots or the table games. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk of sanitizing the chips and cards and all that. Uh, <laughs> table games are going to be spaced out three to a blackjack table. Um, some slot machines blacked out in between uh, to keep folks distanced. But um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the, the new Illinois casino scene looks in the age of COVID-19. 
Yeah, I, on Twitter, I saw some uh, casinos that have a lot of plexiglass up, uh, or some of the video gaming where, where that's available. They have big partitions already set up. Uh, do you expect to see that on Wednesday? I think we'll see that at some places. You know, actually, we, we're still kind of figuring out exactly what things are going to look like at each individual casino. Um, you know, a couple other states around us, or actually most of the states around us, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Indiana, their casinos have already opened in the last few weeks, but they've each got different regulations there. Um, you know, up in Wisconsin, at least, um, I know at the Potawatomi in Milwaukee, uh, it's plexiglass all the way. Um, and they're not even doing any table games at all. It's strictly slots. Um, but then you go, you know, half hour across the border to Indiana and it's a different story. I mean, there's the, the machines are, the slot machines are spaced out. There's no plexiglass. There's table games for all. Um, what's interesting about Illinois is that, um, there aren't, there's not, there are certain base guidelines for, for all the casinos to follow as far as staying at half capacity. Everybody has to wear a mask. Um, but there's not um, specific regulations as far as, um, you know, how far the slots have to be, whether or not you need a physical barrier. Each casino yeah. submitted its own reopening plan to the gaming board. Um, so as long as they met those basic uh, sort of benchmarks, um, they can kind of, they're making their own rules at this point. Um, so we'll have to, I'm still trying to gather exactly what it's going to look like in each individual gaming house. Do you think Rivers Sportsbook will be open? As far as I know, that's the plan. I know, obviously, we were out there, what, three months ago. Um, yep. Beautiful, gleaming new bar. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, as long as um, the casino is at under 50% capacity, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. Um, obviously, um, you don't need to go there, though, as you're well aware. Yep. You know, we've got online sports betting live for the last few days here um so you can do that from your phone at home but um i've got to imagine that yeah the, the sports book will be ready to welcome folks back for kind of the kickoff part two here with mitch armatrout find his work suntimes.com follow him on twitter at mitch trout on twitter how long do you think bet rivers is going to have this monopoly that's a great question and i'm kind of surprised that they still have it um as you yeah. know, the, the Argosi down down near East St. Louis, or I should say Alton, um, they uh, you know they've they've got their sports book license too, along with you know five other casinos. So all these casinos need to do is you know show the gaming board they've that they're meeting these uh, certain list of benchmarks to launch their own online books. Um, early as late as uh, on Tuesday this week was the last I checked. No other casinos had requested um, permission to launch their online books. Um, I know that a lot of that is still in the works. And as you know, I mean, it looks like Rivers, they, they felt kind of rushed as far as um, we're still waiting on the, the iOS app to come out for their, for their um, online book. But uh, you'd like to think that that's happening any day soon. Uh, the good news is that you don't need full gaming board approval to do that, so we don't have to wait until the next meeting in a month. It could literally happen any day. And uh, I guess we'll just wait and see. Well, yeah, and uh, the IGB 
website can be uh, behind from time to time, as uh, <laughs> as you've experienced many many times. And yeah, it makes perfect sense that the next one would be the Argosy down in Alton, Illinois, uh, because they were the other sports book did launch back in March. But uh, w- when you look on the section management service providers, like those are the only two that have be- have been approved. Uh, so we sit here and we wonder, okay, which other um, online books are going to open up in Illinois? Like I would guess Grand Victoria because they applied so long ago, but I, I really don't know. It, it It's like uh, we can't even start thinking about the next book until we get more of those uh, licenses out, right? Yeah, and, it, you know, what's interesting is that um, with the executive order that Pritzker handed down a few weeks back that allowed these casinos to start offering the mobile books um, without in-person registration at the casino, um, Rivers, at least I know, they they didn't have any indication that this was coming. So I, I think a lot of these casinos, unfortunately, were caught flat-footed um, as far as getting their books in order. I think, you know, there's obviously a lot of other things on mind in the middle of a pandemic as far as, mm-hmm. you know, trying to stay afloat. But um, you got to feel like it's definitely some lost opportunity here. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Illinois is a great market for, for sports betting, passionate fans, um, and honestly, not a heck of a lot else to do these days for most folks, <laughs> at least. Um, yeah. So you'd think this would be really prime time for that, especially now with uh, baseball, fingers crossed, starting up uh-huh. next month and a bunch of other leagues coming back. Um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of disappointing. And it's it's actually kind of you know crazy to think it was it was about a year ago this week that me and you were talking when the, the, for the sports betting law was passed. Um, and here we are, you know, we've had a total of what, maybe a week and a half of live sports betting going on. Um, so obviously it's just kind of been a spoiled launch all around for Illinois. Yeah. So much would have changed. Uh, by now we'd have so many more sports books open. Uh, we'd also probably have some of these sports facilities, at least in the process of getting a sports book. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's obviously, you know, we just had the seven books formally licensed two weeks ago. Um, and online betting is still, you know, slowly rolling out. Who knows exactly what that timeline will be? So it's it's a pretty uncertain time. In more uh, ways than one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Uh, Mitch, you mentioned uh, the gaming bill, and part of that bill was, was six new casinos. Of course, the Chicago casino, a lot of people interested there. I know there's a Rockford one, uh, four others throughout the state. Have you heard about any progress on any of those locations? Well, as far as the Chicago casino, I mean, honestly, it's going to be months to years before we have any idea of where that's actually going to go. Uh, the good news is that, you know, it is actually going to happen at this point, at least. Uh, they passed a, a fix to the gaming law um, back in May just to make just to lower the, the taxes on the Chicago casino a little bit uh, because they were deemed too high for anybody to make a profit if they can open that. Um but still, I mean, obviously it's controversial as far as where the Chicago casino is going to go um, and who's actually going to bid on that. So that's going to be a, you know, a years-long process. As far as, you know, the, the five other casinos that were authorized, um, the, the, as far as the one in the, the suburbs, in the south suburbs, uh, there's four bids. Um, obviously there's another casino uh, in Waukegan that they're going to be looking to open. There's three bidders for that one. And, um, yeah, the gaming board has kept its 
cards pretty close to its vest so far. Uh, they have to issue a decision on handing out these licenses uh, by late October. Um, but even that's not a given. Uh, they could theoretically say that they need more time to evaluate these things. They'd have to give the governor a letter saying why they need more time. But, um, you know, frankly, they haven't had much else to do these last three months. Um, obviously, with casinos shut down, uh, video gambling terminals shut down, uh, those are all things that they police. And uh, obviously, they've been closed this whole time. So you'd like to think that they've made some pretty significant progress uh, on those casino applications. But, um, you know, I would, I would assume we're not going to hear much more on that front until October. Um, and even then, I guess it could take longer than that. How do you think FanDuel and DraftKings are going to enter the Illinois market? Well, I know, um, you know, Sports Channel has uh, reported that uh, FanDuel is in talks to purchase the Fairmont race part, or racetrack down um, downstate there in Collinsville, um, not far from East St. Louis, um, which would be a fascinating acquisition for them because this gaming law was written to give the brick-and-mortar casinos uh, a year-and-a-half head start on DraftKings and FanDuel uh, because a lot of legislators were uh, and casino operators were bitter that they had been running daily fantasy sports for a few years there. Um, but, um, so yeah, if FanDuel somehow manages to purchase Fairmont Park, um, they would be eligible to uh, apply for a sports betting license right away. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if that actually happens. You know, I haven't confirmed that reporting myself. Um, I know the owner of Fairmont is a pretty dedicated uh, horseman. Um, personally, I don't see any reason why they would want to sell. But, I mean, if, I guess Vandal obviously is a huge corporation, and they can throw a lot of money around, and um, it might be worth it for them. I mean, this is, you know, a $5 billion potential industry. Uh, some analysts are talking within the next few years. So they might want to get in as soon as possible. But, you know, yeah. before that, it's, it's possible we'll see them try and sneak in um, as, you know, service providers kind of working on the back end with the casino. But, um, you know, some of these casinos might not want to uh, partner with DraftKings and FanDuel just kind of uh, on principle at this point. But, um, you know, I'm interested to see. I think we'll get a better idea of that um, once – you know, other casino operators are sort of up and running and we get an idea of, you know, exactly how, what the potential of this industry is, you know, once we start seeing those bigger numbers roll in, um, I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, they end up sitting out that whole penalty box period of 18 months. Uh, I hope not personally, wow. <laughs> just as a better, but uh, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah. If you're, if you're a Fandle and, and you're considering, getting in, getting around the penalty box by purchasing Fairmount Park, you would think that they'd want some assurances that the in-person registration isn't going to be uh, back in our lives, you know, say by the fall or January or something. Right, yeah. Because, you know, that's that's obviously the uh, in-person exemption. That's only in effect for as long as the current, as uh, J.B. Pritzker's coronavirus disaster proclamation is in effect, um, I mean, obviously we don't know exactly which, you know, things are looking pretty good, relatively speaking, in Illinois as far as the pandemic goes. But, you know, with things are opening, we could see more uh, a spike and that proclamation could last longer. But, um, 
you know, we'll see. And I think the other thing too to watch out for is, you know, Fairmont has already applied for their sportsbook license. Um, you know, maybe once they have that in their back pocket, yeah. then FanDuel might be more uh, eager to strike that deal. Um, but uh, we'll see. That, that's kind of an interesting dynamic. Yeah, yeah, good point. Let, let, let's uh, wrap with something very uplifting. Arlington Park. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, we, we thought a deal would be struck last Thursday. No, it's Friday. Uh, no, it's Monday. But, that, but then it finally happens. Uh, now rumors, this has happened throughout our entire lives. Now there are rumors that the Bears will eventually play their games at that property, built a stadium of their own. Uh, any direction you want to take it, what's going on at Arlington? Oh, man. Um, one, I've never, I've, I think I sat through, what, three, four racing board meetings, um, which is, you know, it's okay when you're at home working from home, uh, listening to the WebEx conference. But yeah, it's, the animosity between the horsemen and the track owners is just palpable. And um, I was honestly kind of surprised that the deal was done uh, finally on Monday. Um, you know, obviously there's been a lot of rumors uh, during these contract talks, one, you know, going all different directions. I mean, the horsemen have said that, you know, there are folks interested in buying the track from Churchill Downs. Uh, Churchill says nothing's for sale. They still won't commit to anything beyond next year. Um, hey, why not send the Bears out there? <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, I you know, they're, they're spaceship. <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that would be a lot more running room. There's more room for uh, social distancing, I guess, out there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they they have a, I, they still have the uh, smallest capacity in the NFL, so I'm sure they, they'd love to have more people at their sure, games, yeah. we have a vaccine satellite stadium yeah that would be <laughs> something um i don't know you know I'm, I'm actually still curious to see if uh the the bears you know the mccaskey is obviously a fairly conservative family um i don't know that they've said one way or another whether they're going to apply for a, a sports book at soldier field but uh nothing hey if, if arlington's already got one by then then maybe that's uh that'll save you some some investment costs there yeah, that's possible. Uh, do you think we'll see racing past 2021 there? I would be surprised if we don't, um, only because oh, okay. they've been racing there for about a century. But, um, you know, it's it's hard to tell with uh, a big corporation like Churchill because they're, you know, they really sort of asserted themselves last year in the gaming talks uh, in Springfield. And no one's really got a full read on exactly what they're angling for, whether it truly is they're just trying to, lower their own casino racino taxes, whether they're, you know, getting out of the racing business completely, whether they want to focus on, you know, rivers down the road. Um, so, I mean, I, I would be surprised if, if they do end up leaving just because obviously the owners of Arlington have been pretty blustery uh, through the years. They're kind of known for that and kind of kept up that tradition under Churchill. Um, but Hey, you never know. Um, their deal with the horsemen is for two years, and I guess we'll see what holds next year. Yeah, they, they what, got the deal done for the short term, but long term, uh, I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen over there. <laughs> we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. just to hopefully get back to a race there soon. Yes. And then yes. we'll worry about we'll worry about 22 later, I guess. Well, there's a lot to cover in the gaming industry over at the Sun-Times. You're going to be busy for quite some time. Uh, Mitch Armitrout, follow him on Twitter, at Mitch Trout. Mitch, uh, thank you for your time tonight. Thank you, Joe. Have a good one.
Stay safe. Uh, there's Mitch Armatrout. Some good stuff. You know, anytime there's news, fantastic write-ups for SunTimes.com. Or you could pick up a paper. You know, you could still do that in 2020. So go ahead and do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.